December 24th, 2019. What is up? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kicking It With The King, episode 234. Like I said, my name is Gabriel Hernandez. Thank you guys for joining us here live. It is, like I said, December 24th, 2019. Christmas Eve, folks. We're here. We're back. We're alive. You didn't think that you were going to skip an episode of our show before the new year, before Christmas, before the holidays, before everybody was able, you know, you know, people come to people's houses, family members are everywhere, everybody's, you know, doing their last minute shopping and all that crazy shit, man, I don't like to be out there doing that, but better late than never, I appreciate you guys joining us here, quickly before we begin, as always... Leave us a five-star rating and review. We are available on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the other major podcast providers, iTunes being the worldwide leader, in my opinion. Um, leave us a five-star rating, review, and overall positive feedback of our podcast. Um, follow our podcast page mainly directly at KWTK Hod, both on Instagram and Twitter, folks. Christmas Eve, bitches. I know a lot of you thinking, like, what is he doing? A lot of family members are together. You know, family time consists on the 24th and the 25th. And, you know, family members are flying in from other places. Family members are coming from other cities, you know, having lengthy drives, you know, costly drives. Because of the fact that gas prices are pretty fucking high and, you know, holidays and... You know, Christmas shopping, you know, last minute Christmas shopping. So there's like a huge amount of fucking chaotic, chaoticness, or chaos throughout the world, throughout the fucking United States, throughout California, in my opinion. And looking at it, man, it's just like, oof, you know, I was at the couple, I was at the mall or something like that the other day. And, um, there's just, everyone's, you could, you could sense the vibes in the air. Everyone was being all ignorant and weird and fucking pushy and annoying and, you know, idiotic when it comes to, like... No, I was in a supermarket the other day, so you know people are gathering up the last-minute things that they want to bake or make or have on Christmas or Christmas Eve or tonight's dinner and shit like that. And, and it was just... It was just hella rowdy, man. So, like, you know, like I'm saying, like, these last few... uh like days for Christmas and stuff, and all the sales, last minute sales, last minute presents, last minute Christmas gifts, man, that's why, I, honestly, in my opinion, man, I just stick to fucking online shopping, online shopping's my shit, that's where I go, that's where I'm most familiar with, because, you know, online shopping, it just seems like such the you know, it's so much easier, so less, such less of a hassle, I could literally be in my pajamas, as I am right now, essentially, um, I did enjoy getting a new pair of sweats in the mail from one of my family members, my aunt, in the mail, shout out to you, um, but yeah, some really nice and comfortable sweats, they're, um, what are they fucking called? I'm looking at them right now. They're camouflage, like army, like the army color, but they're like the grayish kind, like the gray, 
and you know silverish kind they're not the green like classic army like all the fucking army men like all the army soldiers and stuff of the united states of america or anywhere else man they're like they're real cool they're real comfortable and as well as i got some new steel toe boots as well so um you know i, I when I was younger, I used to not really like clothes items as much. I don't think any kid usually would, but I mean, you never know. The generations change, and you know, there's a lot of different kids around and stuff now. Some people really prefer clothing. Some people buy the hella expensive ass clothing. So, I mean, it's it's, it's no judgments here. I'm not sitting here trying to uh, be self-centered or think think selfishly. But you know, for me, when I was younger, I didn't like clothing. I liked video games. I liked toys. I liked you know, things you can use, you can bring with you, not just boring stuff like clothes and stuff, but now when you're older, it's like you look at it, it's like, dude, I don't mind getting a brand new pair of shoes, or a brand new pair of boots, or a brand new belt, or some pants, or a sweater, or in my case, these fucking sweats are fucking warm, and you know, earlier, I was actually, I'm getting dressed in my room, and I took my sweats off for a second, and I was like, oh my god, this makes such a big difference, and I meant that in a good and bad way, because when I pulled them off, I was taking them off, um, because I was cleaning, I was cleaning a lot earlier, so I don't want to wear my nice new sweats that I just got in the fucking mail from Amazon Prime in the fucking bathroom, I'm cleaning the bathroom, I'm cleaning everywhere, it's like, it's like a, it's a mandatory thing when I wake up, in my opinion, it's like a, you know, you, you get the gist, you smoke a little weed, you get a little mixture of hybrid and stuff. I think that's because, like, my weird strain of weed that I have, you know, it gives me kind of, like, I don't know, like, this weird-ass energy and stuff like that. You know, like, Mexican women get up in the morning, like, oh, I have to clean every little thing. Like, I have friends that I'm talking to, like, oh, I gotta clean, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, I'm doing this. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, cleaning, 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 cleaning. Wow. That's all you do. Just kidding wasn't meant to be racist or anything, you get what I mean though, like a lot of, majority of fucking cleaning ladies and fucking hotels and all over the place, house cleaning ladies and stuff, all of them are Mexican, man, there's a handful of them, now we're sitting here getting into fucking racism or anything else like that, by the way, actually, uh, off topic, I did get to see Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker last night, um, then I go to the theaters, I don't know if that sounds bad. I mean, I just got to see it. I got to see it. I'm not going to tell you guys how. You can, you can, it's, it's 2019, soon to be 2020. I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. I just didn't have the time, man. You know how people try to find fights online and, you know, look up freaking YouTube highlights and stuff. So I caught, I caught a glint. I caught, I caught, uh, I found a good uh, link. But I don't know. You know how fast YouTube is and shit like that with pulling shit down. But I was able to see it, man. And I don't, I'm not like, you know, it depends on certain types of movies that you go and see. Like the Avengers, for example. When I went to see Avengers Infinity War, I went to see that shit in theaters, baby. I didn't watch that shit online. Avengers Endgame. I went to see that shit in theaters. Uh, Captain America Civil War. I went to see that shit in the theaters just as when it comes to star wars i mean it seems like i would have to see that in theaters i mean i've seen rogue one i've seen the force awakens i don't know necessarily if i did see the last jedi but i've been like this on this huge star wars kick yesterday so there's some like surprises um spoiler alert for anybody that is a huge massive fan and stuff like that i tend to go on a tangent and talk about a lot of stuff but yeah like i said it's been watching a lot of movies um yeah, I was able to capture, watch, watch the um, Rise of Skywalker. 
it, it was pretty cool, man. It wasn't long enough, in my opinion. I feel like for an ending of a saga, you know, ending of an era of Star Wars movies dating back to the 70s, 1970s and stuff like that, I feel like it should have been a lot longer of a movie. But um, anyway, that's a thing that's okay because... Um, like, it's just... I don't know, like I said, like, different people have different vibes and stuff, and they feel differently about their experience with the movies and shit, so, I mean, like I said, different people have different opinions, and that's one of the reasons why what makes podcasts and, you know, reviews online and all this other shit so individualized, that's why we're, that's why we have the ability to speak freely, we're able to speak and talk about things that we have our opinions on. That's kind of my favorite part about podcasting. But yeah, like I said, I liked it. You know, it's a newer era of Star Wars. It feels a lot different from the older ones. But what'd you expect? I mean, for the, these last three Star Wars movies, they're both, they're all real good. Um, you know, a lot more humor and stuff and you know, kind of seemed a lot more slowed down, like, I don't know, it, it was it just seemed more humorous, and, you know, I, I like them, man, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of all the newer generation of the Star Wars, you know, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, huge fan of all of them, uh, I thought it was an interesting way of them wrapping up the stories, and, um, you know, particularly for me personally as a fan um, I like the Rogue One and, you know, like the Mandalorian and, uh, the show on Disney Plus, um, the streams every Friday on the, on the Disney Plus app, that wasn't an ad or anything else like that, um, and, you know, like the Mandalorian, um, show and, you know, Rogue One, you know, Han Solo, the series, or Solo, the movie, and, you know, the, the series, TV shows, and stuff like that, I'm a fan of all these other, like, you know, the TV shows, and all those other Star Wars things, um, that's why I particularly, I'm in love with the Disney Plus app, because I have all the Star Wars movies, and everything else on there, so, I'm able to sit there, and binge watch those, as time goes by, and, and I do all that, too, so, um, yeah, so I caught that, um, other than that, all the other couple time, uh, all the <laughs> last few days that I haven't been here, we haven't been on. Um, it's been caught watching a lot of movies. I actually, watched uh, two movies earlier. Uh, well, I didn't want. I mean, one and a half. I didn't finish the second one, but I did watch the um, Harold and Kumar uh, escape Guantanamo Bay. I think that's the second one. The first one's when they go to um, escape White or uh, the uh, White Castle. Go to White Castle, and then the second one's. Um, Guantanamo Bay, and then they have the Christmas edition one, which, if you're a fan of those, <laughs> going back, like, dating back to, like, you know, like, early 2000s and stuff, that that was, like, you know, those are the shit, especially when you're stoners and you have a cool best friend and, you know, overall, it's, like, good vibes and good energy, <laughs> especially when you're hanging around a lot of cool-ass people, so, um, I watched those, I was just watching a lot of YouTube, um, catching up on a lot of old shows, um, you know, just preparing for the holidays, enjoying it, enjoying every single 
all the energy like i said i was able to sneak away for a bit from the family members because like a lot of it uh, actually not everybody is here yet because it's still early in the day you know so like i said people gotta do a lot of the last minute christmas shopping and shit like that it's only 2 45 p.m pacific time where i am here right now in california so you know like i said for people getting together for dinners for christmas eve and you know christmas day the next day i don't know what i'm doing tomorrow necessarily but um that was one of my biggest plans to be able to get in here before Christmas started or before anything else like that. It just seems so unlike us to do that. But if you heard the last episode of this uh, podcast, actually, uh, we talked about the annual uh, Kicking with the King nominees, uh, you know, my nominated uh, nominees for 2019. We'll have that uh, podcast later on this week because we still got a few days. Um, it's 24th, like I said. Um, seven days until the end of the year. So we got a week. We got a week left. But we're going to do it next week for sure. Like probably around the middle of the week. Uh, maybe like next Wednesday or so for sure. Um, we got, I've got my complete selection already, you know. It's already filled in, and, you know, I apologize if I didn't add any other extra fights, but I did put a lot of, um, you know, thought and emphasis into my fighters of the year, favorite fights of the year, um, fight of the nights, you know, breakthrough fighters of the year and stuff, you know, since this is an MMA martial arts-based show, it's kind of something I always wanted to do for a special year-end show, as well as talking about, uh, you know, some of my biggest moments of 2019, and, you know, some of the most accomplished things, and potential things I'm looking forward to in the next year to come, and stuff like that, so there's a lot of stuff coming up for this next week's episode of us kicking it with the king, so, like, please join me, definitely will be a good one, definitely will be a fun one, um, also, uh, some fights happen, you know, the final event, of uh 2019 of UFC's final event of the decade um Frankie Edgar took on the Korean zombie Korean zombie stopped Frankie Edgar in under in, in, in under a couple rounds in the first round um a little bit of a shocker the fight night started when I was going to sleep and, you know, the main card or so when I woke up in the morning kind of already started. You know, I think it was like kind of close to the Edgar fight. I don't remember exactly how long I was up before the fight started and stuff like that. I mean, all I remember, I was, in, I was in bed. I was turned over, you know, I looked up my phone and I was just like, oh, fuck, there's some fights on it. So I remember those fights and I was looking at the results and stuff. And then I didn't, then I look right as I'm starting to kind of wake up. Frankie loses or gets again gets knocked out or stopped in the first round, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? First and foremost, like I'm not a fan of these big fucking uh, early morning cards. I am a fan of international cards in different countries and shit like that. But when I gotta either wake up early or stay up hell late for fights, maybe if like the main event's at twelve or some shit like that. That's good, but when when like I swore I don't even remember what t- how like how uh, what time it was or anything else like that when it was like that. But um, I fell asleep and I woke up and you know it was kind of still a little bit a little bit more closer to fight nights and stuff. You know, it was like six to eight hours. I don't know how long the broadcasts are 
or how long the fights are. I just know I went to sleep and woke up, and you know, results, result, or the results, what happened, happened. Um, still hadn't had time to sit down necessarily and think about it. So when we're here thinking about it right now, my post-fight reactions and stuff, I did retweet a lot of stuff. I did read a lot of stuff about the fact that Frankie took that fight on short notice. He was kind of penciled in the fight. Uh, I won Corey Sanhagen. And also, not only was he going to be fighting Corey Sanhagen, but he was also going to be dropping to 135 for the first time in his career. And, like I said, making his 135-pound debut. Instead, he takes a short-notice fight for the injured Brian Ortega at 145, his original weight class for the longest time since he dropped down from 155 to 145. He looked absolutely fantastic. He goes from that to... um, Unfortunately, losing to the Korean Zombie in the first round by knockout, ruining his fight with Corey Sanhagen. Not not saying that that fight was, you know, obviously was was penciled in. It was official. It was confirmed. But Frankie taking the fight with the Korean Zombie on short notice kind of put some wrenches in that plan. So uh, we didn't get to see that happen. But, um, you know, it's just very unfortunate for Frankie because how fast it happened and you know, for everybody watching that's watched Frankie Edgar for however many years, you know, however many years you've been watching Frankie Edgar, I've been watching Frankie since, I think, before he put his, uh, honestly, probably when he first put his title on the line against Benson Henderson uh, the first time, but I did see the fights with Gray Maynard, but the parts I can really remember is when he first fought Benson Henderson is when I really started to, really started to get more closer and pay attention seriously to it. I remember a lot of the fights and stuff. I still remember like the Tito's and stuff, Tito versus Chuck, and all the original fights. Like I, like I had said, I remember all Frankie's original fights. But you know, just going forward, fast forwarding to his fight with the Korean Zombie, just seeing him, like you know, the hair is all different. Um, going from that, just the way he fought, it doesn't seem like a Frankie Edgar type fight. Like when does Frankie Edgar get stopped like that? The only other time you've seen them get stopped was the fight with Brian Ortega, and you know Brian Ortega to this day was the first only guy and only guy to stop Frankie Edgar, and he was supposed to fight the Korean Zombie, and the Korean Zombie stopped Frankie Edgar. So I mean, it's it's a crazy landscape. It's crazy to see that happen to a guy like Frankie. I did think that the Korean Zombie was a lot bigger than Frankie. I thought a lot of guys at 145 cut from a big weight class, 155 plus, probably weighed 170 plus, cutting down to 155 or 145, you know, probably weighing, yeah, close to 160, 170, you know, cutting down to 145 pounds. Um, So a lot of those guys are quite more massive than Frankie. I mean, Frankie didn't really even have to cut any weight, making 155. And, you know, I'm pretty damn sure that his 145-pound cut wasn't as tough as it could have been. So, I mean, you know, quickly, you know, shows that this game does pass you by. And, you know, these guys have both, Korean Zombie and Frankie, yeah, have been fighting for a lengthy amount of time. Frankie a lot longer than the Korean Zombie, but like I said, the game passes you by. And, you know, this whole discussion with the weight classes and all that other stuff comes into factor it comes in the fact that he did take his fight on short notice. Korean Zombie is an absolute beast. Take no, uh, take no fucking um, credit away from the Korean Zombie. For sure, I mean it was an excellent performance. I mean he's his back-to-back finishes and stuff that he's had, and how amazing he's looked. You know, fearless and you know, constant, constant wild. 
you know, technique, knockout power. I mean, if you look at the fight with Yair Rodriguez, he was winning that fight up until he got caught later on. The latest finish in, in UFC history, in my opinion, I think. If not, not the latest finish, but the latest finish by KO, if I'm not mistaken. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, honestly. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, Korean Zombies had some absolute highlights. I mean, this win over Dustin Poirier and his knockout over Mark Hominick in the first round. Finishes over Dennis Bermudez. He flatlined Dennis Bermudez. He knocked him out. I mean, he knocked out Frankie Edgar. I mean, that proves to me, honestly, that's title challenger worthy, in my opinion. You know, thinking about the featherweight landscape, because of the fact only... Did we? Wait. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. I was like, I was like how long have we really been gone for? I was like, did we talk about, did we talk about Colby versus Usman? But yeah, we did. So I was saying, like, um, the fact that Max just lost to Volkanovski a couple weeks ago. Um, and, you know, it doesn't seem... You know, I, honestly, I think maybe they'll, they'll do a rematch. But if not... You know, looking at the division now, if they're not going to give Max a title shot or if Max is not going to take the title shot, if he's going to take time off or anything else like that, then um, I'd say the Korean Zombie is, is, is right up there, man, for sure. Definitely because of what he um, has accomplished and who he's beaten. And, you know, it was Brian Ortega at one point, then it wasn't... Wasn't Ortega, it was Josie Aldo, it was Frank, Frank Yeager, Max beat all those guys. Volkanovski comes into the picture, beats Max Holloway. And, you know, arguably, in my opinion, I think the best thing and best uh, solution for the UFC would be to give Max the immediate rematch as he does deserve. But if that doesn't go that way, I can make me Korean Zombie, man. He even said it at the end of the post fight, he wants Volkanovski. And that's the interesting part about it when we get new champions and shit like that. It um basically, you know, opens up the the, the, the tide for new matchups. <sighs> that's all it does. It opens up the landscape. It makes it more interesting. So I feel for Frankie Edgar, man. Just as I felt for him when he fought uh Brian Ortega. Didn't he? take that fight I think I don't even I think he stepped up to take that Ortega fight if I'm not mistaken yeah he stepped up he risked his title shot that's what it was he risked his title shot to go up and step up to fight Ortega loses by stoppage and now fast forward to him potentially make you know it's not a title shot but you know he was getting ready to potentially you know make a big impact at 135 and fight one of the the rising contenders and serious prospects at 135 pounds uh Corey Sandhagen that turns to shit because of the fact that Frankie accepts the fight with Korean Zombie now I'm saying not saying that that's not a good that wasn't a good opportunity for Frankie and you know a win wouldn't have done much for him and he loses fairly quickly in the first round I mean for a lot of hardcore fight fans it's hard for people to really stomach that and for some some people can kind of like brush it underneath the rug um, if you want to know my opinion and my thoughts on that, I'm trying to brush it under the rug right now. You know, like I said, as we're speaking, 
Um, I'm speaking very openly and honestly, and this is the first time me actually saying it out loud and hearing myself think about what I think about when it comes to what happened with Frankie. Because, you know, like like I said, he just lost to Max Holloway before that. So now he's kind of coming off two straight losses. Um, let me pull up his Wikipedia. I mean, it's something very famously that we do. <laughs> let me see. Let's pull it up. No, I'm not clicking on any clickbait news. Let me see what this says. I want to see what it says, though. I want to look. I want to look at that real quick. Because, like, something came up. I don't need to tell you guys everything. Something came up, and I'm reading it. I'm just going to read what this says. It caught my attention. If you guys are on video, or if you're only audio listening, you can't tell what's going on. That's why I'm tripping. Okay. Let me see. Um, so... Uh. Ooh, seven paid iPhone apps you can get download for free on December 24th. Is there anything good though? Is there any good shit? Is there like do they have fucking Minecraft? Wait, what the fuck is all this shit? There's nothing on here. There's nothing that's that's they don't they don't advertise anything that is attractive. I think we're about what were we about to do? I think we digressed. Oh yeah, we're looking at Frankie Acres Wikipedia. Let me just look at Frankie's Wikipedia real quick. Um I just want to, let me look at this Wikipedia real quick, and then I wanted to look at that Trump article. I just, it's something I was curious about. It's just, it's funny. I like to read about the news itself. I'm not necessarily a supporter of anyone or anything. I just really don't know too much about anybody to really give a fuck, to be honest. So, Frankie loses to Chan Sung Jung by TKO, his last fight earlier this year in July. 27 July 27 2019 is what it says comes back at the end of the year fights chance on Jung loses before that beat Cub Swanson hasn't necessarily been too active as of late you know, he has two fights in 2018 is 1-1 in 2018 and 1-0-2 and oh and in 2019 so very unfortunate stretch for Frankie Edgar it just doesn't seem like a I mean it just didn't seem like a very active year for him, so it's unfortunate for him. But um, it well it was an active year for him because he did fight two times this year, but he lost to Max Holloway. Um, and you know it's unfortunate for him, but uh, you know, like I said, I still see, I still think he's a top tier fighter. And a guy on short notice, the wrong guy to fight on short notice is a Korean zombie, in my opinion. And, and any guy to the form of Korean zombie that, that's as tough as he is and as dangerous as that guy is, I don't think anybody would want to fight um, him on short notice. So, 
let me just pull up this other article real quick. Um, I just want to see what he said. So, President Trump says that North Koreans' threat of a Christmas gift would be dealt with very successfully by Mark DeCambry. Published 3.42 p.m. Pacific Time. That wasn't too long ago. President Trump, Donald Trump, says on Tuesday that he wasn't worried about recent threat from North Korean leader Kim Jong-un amid flaunting nuclear talks between the U.S. and North Korea. We'll find out what the surprise is and we'll deal with it very successfully, said Trump, speaking with reporters at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida, on Tuesday morning before Christmas. Maybe it's a nice present, he told reporters. Maybe it's a present where he sends me a beautiful vase. (laughs) Trump's comments came after North Korea's promise earlier this month to deliver a Christmas gift unless Washington abides by an end-of-the-year deadline set for Pyongyang for concessions in exchange for possible deal to curb its nuclear weapons program. Okay. That's all I wanted to see. I just wanted to see what he said. I'm not scared or worried or anything. I just... It's funny, man. It's like you're sitting here on the outside just watching everybody, uh... Just watching everybody, um... Attack each other and act negative and... I don't know. People are weird, man. So this is just different, so... I don't know. Um... Anyways, back to that back to let's go back to christmas what i was saying so basically like i said i'm not doing anything for christmas or anything like that but um just sitting here chilling hanging out and waiting for christmas christmas is coming up um tomorrow actually so And, um, yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's a good time. It's an interesting time of the year. Um, we got a new year coming up. A lot of, uh, obviously resolutions. We're not going to talk about those on this particular episode, but we'll talk about them on, um, next week's episode of Kicking It With The King with the award ceremony and all that. If we can't fit it all into one episode, we're probably going to do two episodes this next week for sure. Honestly, I don't think, I think we could just cram it all into one episode. And um, I think that would be important. So we'll be able to do that, folks. Uh, Let's cut to a commercial break.